Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Yuma Daf Nun Gimel, the fifth parak Hotziyelo. So the three daps we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in the Brites that the Torah states he shall take the Katoris and bring it within the Parochas, but Nasan as the Katoris Allah Hashem, and he shall place the Katoris upon the fire before Hashem. This teaches us He should not prepare the Katoris by placing on the coals on the outside and then bring it in to the Kosher Kadashim. The Brites tells us this. To counter the mindset of the Sadukim who say that you should prepare it outside and then bring it in, who base their position on the Pasuk, If he comes with a cloud of smoke of the Katoris, then I will appear upon the Kaporis. The Rabbanu learned from that Pasuk, that when combining the different ingredients of the Katoris, one should put in Mala Ashan. Rashi says that this is the certain herb that makes the smoke rise in a shaft like a stick. Point number two, the Mishnah and Duff Nun Beis Amabay stated regarding the Kohen Gadol, leaving the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Yatsu Ubawa Baderach Beis Kamisa, so he left, walking backwards in the manner of his entry. The Gemara asked how it's known the Kohen Gadol walks backwards, and Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani said in the name of Rabbi Yonason that it's learned from a Pasak, the Yavu Shomu Labama, it should be Givon Yushalayim. And Shomu came to the Bama, which was in Givon Yushalayim. Now, since Givon and Yushalayim are far apart, the Pasak must be coming to make a Hekish. Comparing Shlomo going from Givon to Yushalayim after offering his Karbanas to his initial coming from Yushalayim to Givon. So just as in his coming to Givon he faced towards the Bama in the direction of his approach, so too in return to Yushalayim his face was toward the Bama. The same etiquette applies to Kohanim, Lavim, and Yisrael, who were part of the Mama, that when they leave the respective services, they would not turn their faces away and go, but turn their faces sideways and go. But Ken Talmud had Niftim and similarly, Atama, when he leaves his rabbi, he should do the same. Rabbi Alexander said in the name of Yeshua ben Levi that after one davens, one should take three steps backwards and afterwards say shalom. And point number three, the Mishnah and Daf Nun Beis Amabes stated, And the Kohen Gadol recited a short tefil in the outer chamber, but he did not prolong it so as not to frighten the Jewish people. Rabbi Barav Ada and Rabbi Barav Ada both said in the name of Rav that the Kohen Gadol should say, May it be your will, Hashem, our God, that if this year is destined to be hot, may it be rainy. Rav Achabreda Rava concluded the text of the Tefillah in the name of Yehuda as follows, May one who exercised rulership not pass from the house of Yehuda. And may your people Yisrael not be required to receive sustenance from one another. And may the prayers of travelers to withhold the rain not be permitted to enter before you. So once again, the three points are, number one, it was taught in a Bryce of the Torah states, he shall take the Katoris and bring it within the Parochas, but Nasan as the Katoris, Allah Eishchit Hashem, and he shall place the Katoris upon the fire before Hashem. This teaches us, you should not prepare the Katoris by placing on the coals on the outside and then bring it into the Kosher Kadashim. The Bryce that tells us this, to counter the mindset of the Sadukim, who say he should prepare it outside and then bring it in who base their position on the Pasuk, If he comes with a cloud of smoke of the Katoris, then I will appear upon the Katoris. Rabban learned from that Pasuk, that when combining the different ingredients of the Katoris, one should put in Mala'ashen. Rashi says that this is the certain herb that makes the smoke rise in a shaft like a stick. Point number two, the Mishnah and Daf Nun Beis Amabes stated regarding the Kohen Gadol leaving the Kosher Kadoshim, Yatsu Balu Baderach Beis Kenisa, so he left, walking backwards in the manner of his entry. The Gemara asks how it's known the Kohen Gadol walks backwards. And Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani said in the Nun Yonasan that it's learned from a Pasuk, Yavu Shlomo Labama Ashebe Givon Yushalayim. And Shlomo came to the Bama, which was in Givon Yushalayim. Now, since Givon and Yushalayim are far apart, 
the Pasuk must be coming to make a hekish, comparing Shlomo going from Givon to Yushalayim after offering his Karbanas to his initial coming from Yushalayim to Givon. So just as in his coming to Givon he faced towards the Bama in the direction of his approach, so too in return to Yushalayim his face was toward the Bama. This same etiquette applies to Kohanim, Levim, and Yisrael, who part of the Mamad, that when they leave their respective services, they would not turn their faces away and go, but turn their faces sideways and go. But Ken Talmud and Niftim and similarly at Talmud and Elisa's Rebbe, he should do the same. Rabbi Alexander said in the name of Yeshua ben Levi, that after one Dovins, he should take three steps backwards, and afterwards say, Shalom. And point number three, the Mishnah on Dab, Nun Beis Amabes, stated, and the Kohen Gadol recited a short tefillah in the outer chamber, but he did not prolong it so as not to frighten the Jewish people. Rabba Baravada and Rabbi Baravada both said, in the name of Rav, that the Kohen Gadol should say, May it be your will, Hashem, our God, that if this year is destined to be hot, may it be rainy. Rabach Brid Rava concluded the text of the field in the name of Yehuda as follows. May one who exercised rulership not pass from the house of Yehuda. And may your people Yisrael not be required to receive sustenance from one another. And may the prayers of travelers with all the rain not be permitted to enter before you. All right, so now we go to our sim for Dafnun Gimel, and our standard simon is a Nigerian prince, a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, and say a short prayer for the welfare of the state. Once again, in slow motion. The Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must be more on Dafnun Gimel. The Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce, the Torah states, he shall take the Katoris and bring it within the Parochas, the Nasan as the Katoris, Hashem, and he shall take the Katoris upon the fire before Hashem. This teaches us the Kohen Gadol should not prepare the Katoris by placing it on the coals on the outside and then bring it into the Kosh Kadoshim. The Bryce tells us this, to counter the mindset of the Sadukim, who say that he should prepare it outside and then bring it in, who base their position on the Pasiki Ba'anan Ariel Hakaporis. If he comes with the cloud of smoke of the Katoris, then I will appear upon the Kaporis. The Rabbanon word from that Pasik should know some about Malashan. That when combining the different ingredients of the Katoris, one should put in Malashan, Rashi says that this is the certain herb that makes the smoke rise in a shaft like a stick. So the Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, which reminds the Mishnah Dav Nun Beis Amabe stated regarding the Kohen Gadol, leaving the Kodesh Kadashim, that he left walking backwards in the manner of his entry. The Gemara asks how it's known that the Kohen Gadol walks backwards, where Mishmur Barnachmini said in the name of Yonasan that it's learned from a Pasuk, V'yavu Shlomo L'Bama Hashem B'Givon Yushalayim. And Shlomo came to the Bama, which was in Givon Yushalayim, since Givon and Yushalayim are far apart. The Pasuk must be coming to make a hekish comparing Shlomo going from Givon to Yushalayim after offering his Karbanas to his initial coming from Yushalayim to Givon. So just as in his coming to Givon, he faced towards the Bama in the direction of his approach, so too in return to Yushalayim, his face was toward the Bama. And the same etiquette applies to Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim, who are part of the Mahmud, when they leave their service to a Talmud he leaves his Rebbe. And after one Davins, he should take three steps backward and afterward say Shalom. So the Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, and say a short prayer for the welfare of the state. Which reminds the Michelin Dab Numbe stated that the Kohen Gadol recited a short tefillah in the outer chamber, but he didn't prolong it so as not to frighten the Jewish people. Ravada Baravada and Ravi Baravada both said in the name of Rav that the Kohen Gadol should say, May be your will, Hashem, our God, that if this year is destined to be hot, may be rainy. Ravach Breder Rava concluded the text of the tefillah in the name of Rav Yehuda as follows, May one who exercised worship 
not pass from the house of Yehuda. Well, you Amchi Yisrael, Srichim Paranis may your people Yisrael not be required to receive sustenance from one another. But to Kanos of Anechot, and may the prayers of travelers to withhold the rain not be permitted to enter before you. So once again, the Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, and say a short prayer for the welfare of the state. All right, now it's time for four blot back Chazora. Daf Memtes, so the simmer Daf Memtes is meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. The former butcher, butcher, that must be more Daf Memtes, meat. The former butcher became the alternate Kohen Gadol and was called into service when the Kohen Gadol died right after doing Chafina, which reminds us what Yishu Ben-Levi inquired, if the Kohen Gadol filled his hands with guitars and placed it in the cuff, but died before burning it in the Kodesh Kodesh, he made the Kohen Gadol replaces him, use the guitars that was scooped up by the first Kohen Gadol, or must he perform a new Chafina? Or Papa said that it depends on the following issue, Ichofen Vachofen if the Kohen Gadol does Chafina before entering the Kodesh Kodesh and does it again inside, which means he pours the guitars back into his hands from the cuff, before pouring it onto the coals, then the new Kongado can use the original Chafina since he'll be doing the second Chafina. But if the Kongado only does Chafina once before entering the Koshikadashim, and then upon entering he pours directly from the cuff onto the coals, then it's a valid question whether the new Kongado can use the first Kongado's Chafina and not do his own Chafina. So the former butcher became the alternate Kongado and was called into service when the Kongado died right after doing Chafina. Got nervous about doing the second chafina with his larger hands. Which reminds Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua Torah Papa that the reasoning is the opposite. If the Kohen Gadol does chafina twice, once before entering and once after he enters, then the new Kohen Gadol who replaces him may certainly not enter with the first chafina, since it's impossible for him not to take less or more gadors than he needs, since his chafina is not the same size as his predecessors. But if the Kohen Gadol does not do chafina a second time upon entering, but pours the gadors directly from the cuff onto the coals, then it is a question whether the new Kohen Gadol can use the first Kohen Gadol's Chafina. So the former butcher became the alternate Kohen Gadol and was called into service when the Kohen Gadol died right after doing Chafina, got nervous about doing the second Chafina with his larger hands while holding the cuff in his teeth. Which reminds the Gemara proves that the Kohen Gadol does do a second Chafina from the following price. Said, How does the Kohen Gadol do Chafina once he enters the Kodesh Kodashim? So after depositing the shovel full of coals on the ground, he grasps the front of the cup of Ketorz with his fingertips, and some say with his teeth, with the handle towards the body. And he carefully pulls it upward with his thumb until the handle reaches between his elbows, and then he tilts the cup and pours its contents back into his cupped hands. And he heaps it up on the coals so the smoke should come slowly, which Miri says, is so the Kongol should not choke from the sudden release of smoke. Others say that he scatters it on the coals so the smoke should come quickly, which the mirror explains is so that the Kongol will not have time to gaze upon the Koshikadoshim. The Brisa concludes, Zohi Avodah Kashash and this was a difficult Avodah performing the base of Mikdash, and the Gemara challenges the statement given that Malik and Kamitsa are also difficult, and revised statement too, Zohi Avodah Kashem Avodah Kashash Mikdash. This was among the difficult Avodahs performed in the base of Mikdash. Dafnun, the similar Dafnun is a Ninkampoop. So here goes. The Ninkampoop, Ninkampoop, that must be more in Daf. None. The nincompoop pretending to be a kongadol who tried to bring his live bull into his model, Kodesh HaKadoshim, which reminds us, in the Gemara Dab Memtes on base, the question was asked, if the kongadol shakted his chata's par but died before entering the Kodesh HaKadoshim and sprinkling his blood, what's the luck regarding the kongadol who replaces him using that blood? Rabbi Yami said, but par par, that the phrase with the par implies but not with the blood of a par that had been shakted. This new Kongado would have to bring his own par. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka said, but par, but 
Bedamushal Par. The phrase with a par means and even with the blood of the par that had been shacked by his predecessors. So on our dub, Ravashi says it's more reasonable to concur with Rabbi Yitzhak Navcha, who said that the blood itself is classified as a par, for it's written Bezos Yabo Arn El Kodesh, but par Makar. With this shall Arn come into the Kodesh with a young par. Now, does the Kong God lead the par in by the horns? Of course not. El Bedamo Bakali Par. Rather, he shacks the par and goes in with the blood. Yet the Torah refers to it as a par. The Gemara explains that according to Rabbi Ami, the Basit means, but Mahuksha Arn Laboel Kodesh. With what offering does Arn become qualified to enter the Kodesh? But par bin Bakar Lachatas, with a young par as a Chatas. To become qualified, the new Kongado would have to bring a live par and shecht it as his offering. So the Ninkampoop, pretending to be a Kongado, who tried to bring his live bull into his model Kodesh HaKadoshim, was so offended when he was told his Chatas belonged to the Tzibur. Which reminds the Gemara asked that even though the blood is classified as a part, the alternate Kohen Gadol should not be allowed to use it because it's a chatish shemesu ba'alea, because it's a chatish whose owner has died. But chatish shemesu ba'alea, lamisa azla, and the rule is, is that a chatish whose owner has died goes to its death. So Ravin Bar Ravada said to Rava that Rava's Talmud told him in the name of Rav Amram, chatish tzibori, misa azla. The Kohen Gadol's part is a communal offering since it's offered on behalf of the Kohanim. And therefore, it doesn't go to its death when the Kohen Gadol dies. Ravin proceeds to bring a proof which Rav successfully challenges, as he holds that the Kohen Gadol's part is a chatas yachid, and not a chatas sibor. So the Ninkampu, pretending to be a Kohen Gadol, who tried to bring his live bull into his model, Kodesh HaKadoshim, was so offended when he was told his chatas belonged to the sibor that he tried to do Tamur on it as a carbon yachid. Which reminds us, Rabbi Lazar asked the following question, according to the opinion that the Kohen Gadol's part is a carbon yachid, can it be used to affect Timur or not? The Gemara seeks to explain the basis of this question, since even though the Kongado is Makdish the part from his private property, we know that it tones for al Kohanim, and an offering of partners cannot be used to affect Timura. The Gemara concludes Rabbi inquiry was concerning the Kongado's fellow Kohanim who join him in receiving Kapara through the par. Do they receive Kapara as established partners in the offering? Or perhaps they receive Kapara in an ancillary role. An ancillary role, meaning the carbon primarily attains Kapara with the Kongado, and they have the privilege of attaining Kapara with him. In this case, Timur could be done. An unsuccessful attempt is made to resolve this question. Dafnunov, so the similar Dafnunov is beaver pelt hats. So here goes. The beaver pelt hat society. Beaver pelt hats. That must mean we're on Duff Nanolov. Nah. The beaver pelt hat society joyfully assembled to bring their chagigas, which were each considered a carbon seabor, which reminds us, which reminds on Duff Nun Amanov, a mission was brought where Merrill listed the Pesach as a carbon yachid that's Dokha Shabbos and Tuma, and a related Bryce, the quarter of Yaakov is listing the chagiga among carbonists at seabor that are not Dokha Shabbos and Tuma. So in our Duff, Rav Hunabred Yeshua asked what the difference is between them. If the chagiga is called the carbon seabor, Mishum da Asiba Kanufi, because it's brought as part of assembly by all the Jews who gathered in Shalim for the chag, so Pesach is also brought in this assembly. So Rav answered, there is the Pesach Shein, which is not brought as an assembly. It's only brought by the minority that were Tame when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Since the category Pesach includes the Pesach Sheini, the Tana calls the Pesach a carbon yachim. When Rav was asked, according to this, the Pesach Sheini should be Dochus Shabbos and Tumah like the Pesach Rishon, he answered that in fact the Tana here does hold the Pesach Sheini is Dochus Shabbos and Tumah. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their chagigas, which were each considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the heichel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, which reminds us. The next mission discusses the path taken by the Kongado as he carried the Katoris in the Kodesh Kodashim. The Kongado would walk through the heichel until he reached the space between the two curtains, which separated the Kodesh from the Kodesh Kodashim, and the space between them was an Amma. Rabbi Yossi says there was only one curtain there, for it stated, and the Prochus shall divide for you between the Kodesh and the Kodashim. So given Rabbi Yossi brought a source for his position, the Gemara clarifies the 
according to the Rabban, his Pasuk only applies to the Mishkan. However, during Bais Rishon, there was an Amatruxin, an Amathic dividing wall, and the rabbis who built Baisheni were in doubt as to the degree of Kedusha of this wall, whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh Gadoshim or the Kodesh. They therefore made two curtains to enclose the space, one where the outer edge of the wall had originally been, and one where the inner edge had been. So the Beaver Palkat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, where each were considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the Hekel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, and to see if there were dotted lines marking the path for the Kongado. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings the three Melchokas regarding their path the Kongado took to the Heichel to the Kodesh Kodashim. Rabbi Yudo holds there were two curtains with the opening near the southern wall, says the Kongado walked towards the Kodesh Kodashim between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi both hold there was one curtain with the opening near the northern wall. Rabbi Meir holds the Kongado walked between the Mizbech and the Shulchan. He didn't walk between the Shulchan and the wall, either because it was blocked by the ten Shulchanos, placed there north to south by Shulman Melch, or according to the one who holds their place east to west, because of the Shekhinah residing in the Kodesh it would not have been respectful to walk directly towards its entrance. According to Rabbi Yossi, holds that the Kongado did walk directly along the northern wall. The Jews are beloved by Hashem, since the Torah didn't require them to send the Shaliach before him with the request, each Jew may pray to Hashem on his own behalf. The representative of such a people is himself beloved and may proceed directly to the Kodesh Kodesh. Daf Numbeis, so the similar Numbeis is a Nubi to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The Nubiti Yiddishkeit, Nubiti Yiddishkeit, that must be run off Nun Beis. The Nubiti Yiddishkeit felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, which reminds Rabbi Nassim said regarding the Amatroxine, the Chalmin could not determine whether it was like the Kodesh Gadoshim within or like the Kodesh without. Ravina objected to this, saying that perhaps the wall was neither within either area. And he brings a proof from Mishnah Midas, wherever the spaces occupied the temple walls are counted, the Amatroxine is counted separately from the Kodesh Gadoshim and the Kodesh. The Gemara concedes and explains that the Rabban's doubt was whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kodashim or that of the Kodesh. So the Nubi Tidushkeit felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, which reminds us, it was taught in Nebraisa that Isi ben Yehuda said, Chamesh mikros b'Torah There are five psukim in the Torah whose grammatical structure cannot be determined. Each pasuk contains a phrase that can be linked to either an earlier clause or a later clause. These phrases are Se'es, from Hashem's warning to Kain, Meshukadim, engraved like almonds referring to the menorah, Machar, tomorrow mentioned by Moshe to Yeshua regarding the war with Amalek, Aror, a curse mentioned in Yaakov's Baruch to Shimon and Levi, but come, but will rise up, mentioned Hashem's message to Moshe near the end of Moshe's life. So the Nubi Tiyishkai felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim and how the model of a Beis Amigdash could have an Aron and Paroches at the same time. Which reminds us, the next mission described how the Kohen Gadol walked between the two curtains from south to north, and then when he reached the north, he entered the space of the Kodesh Kodashim and walked southward, Adshu Magila Aron, until he reached the place of the Aron. He placed a shovel full of coals between the two poles. The Gemara wonders which Beis Amigdash is described in the Mishnah. In Bais Rishon, the Kodesh Kodashim and the Kodesh were divided by a stone wall. It can't be referring to Baishani, for a Brisa taught that Yoshio hid the Aron, along with the Sansenas Haman, the Jar of Mun, the Flask of Shem and Mishcha, Aron Staff that blossomed, and the box that the Plishim sent as a present. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is referring to Baishani, and the Mishnah means that the Kongada placed the shovel full of coals in the place of the Aron where the poles would have been. Alright, now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions plus. Three bonus questions from previous Mesechtas. Number one. Which top people of of the Kongado's par is considered a Chata Sibor or Chata Yaki? That's on Dav. Nun. Good number two. Which top people of the Amatroxin was not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh Kodeshim or the Kodesh? That's on Dav. Nun base. Good number three. Which top do we have a three people regarding the path the Kongado took to enter the Kodesh Kodeshim? That's on Dav.
Nanov. Good number four, which stuff was it that we learned? That one takes three steps backwards from Shlomo Melech and the Hekash of Givon to Yerushalayim. That's on Duff. Nun Gimel. Good number five, which stuff did we learn why the Pesach would consider the carbon Yachid and the Chagiga a carbon Sibor? That's on Duff. Nun Alf. Good number six, which stuff do we have a question? If Timur can be done with the Kongol's part, given that other Kohanim are attaining Kabar through it, that's on Duff. None. Good number seven. Which stuff to be Machokas Chachamim Rabbi Yudah, whether there was one parochas or two that marked the inner and outer edges of the Amatroxine? That's on Dav. None off. Good number eight. Which stuff to learn the text for the short feel the Kohen Gadol said when he exited from the Kodesh Kodashim? That's on Dav. None Gimon. Good number nine. Which stuff to learn the Chachamim learned from the Pasuk Kiba Anan Era Kapars? It refers to including the herb of Mala Ashan in the Katoras. That's on Dav. Nun Gimel. Good. Number 10. Wish that we want to have the process of Chafina was done in the Kodesh Kadoshim. That's on Duff. Memtes. Good. And now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which of the learn who shall be heralded as a Ben Om Haba? That's on Duff. Tessin Shkalim. Good. Number two. Wish that we learn the virtue of Hachnas Zorchim. That's on Duff. Kuf Chavzayin and Shabbos. Good. And number three. Wish up to one that one may swallow matzah whole, but not maror whole, because he needs to taste the bitterness. That's on Duff. Kuf Tazavavim Sachim. Good. And number three. Wish up to one what the Yudches Brachas and Shmon Esrei are connected. That's on Duff. Chavches and Brachas. Excellent. Right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ramgold and Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.